Hello, and welcome to this edition of Expressions. I'm your host, Sierra Tavares Reyes. Today's topic, again, is gang stalking part four. So, basically, there was just a couple of things that I wanted to cover before that I didn't get to do in the last podcast, because sometimes I, like, forget to do these, and now I'm doing it now, so you guys can be aware of what's going on. Um... One of the things I just wanted to say was there's a lot of people in the perp circle and the perp circle is basically the number of people that are involved in the gang stalking. There's a lot of people involved in this. I just couldn't believe it. But um, these people also um, can be bus drivers. They can be metro uh, city workers and people uh, in authoritative positions. They can be parents with strollers. And like I said, If I meet someone that I don't know, then most likely they're probably already involved or they probably already know who I am. Um, Perpetrators want to target you, but then have the nerve and audacity to ask you to borrow something, which to me, I just don't get it. You know, Um, that is just really strange to me. You have something they want and they want to borrow it, but yet they have the audacity to mistreat you. And that's just what I don't get. And as I stated before in the last one, they like to play these mind games and everything. And, you know, that just doesn't work with me. So they just keep going and going and going to see basically what triggers me. They want to see this public freak out. That is what they want. And once you give that to them, all they're going to do is just keep pushing that button. Okay, well, oh, wow, this freaks her out. This gets to her, you know, so let me keep pushing that button. Now, I know that some some people that are listening to this podcast are perpetrators. And the way that I know that is because the last podcast that I had, people were doing a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about right now, you know, and I noticed it. I don't really care. They're going to do it. You know, do whatever you want to do. It's like you got to be a little more original and inventive. I've already seen all this stuff before, so it's not really bothering me. I don't care. You know, it's like come up with something new. Come up with something more inventive. You know, be more creative. All this stuff that you're doing, I've already seen it, been there, done that. You know, next. (laughs) You know, grow up and get a life. But anyway, a lot of times, too, I wanted to say this here. Some people that you might see that you maybe uh, you suspect are in this perp circle they may uh they may disappear for two or three days you may not see them but they're working behind the scenes behind the scenes they're working but they they make themselves disappear because they don't want to um when you know that they're involved they disappear and then they come back and then something happens to you and then they're like okay well I wasn't here and Oh, I have nothing to do with that. Their best alibi is I wasn't here. I was gone. But that doesn't mean that they're not working behind the scenes. So just wanted to uh, put that out there. Uh, Another thing I've been noticing, too, is a pattern is that perps will also talk about someone that they have a feud with or talk about somebody that they don't like. And then will often try to get you to talk about that same person, thus putting your name in some drama. And then they go back and tell that other person. Let me just say this. Number one, I don't have a problem telling anybody anything what's on my mind. I'm a very straightforward, direct person. What I can say behind you, I can say in front of you. Let me just say that. You know, and sometimes another thing too is that they will, they may not tell it the same way that you told it to them. They may twist it around and it may be something completely different than what you said. And that would be a blatant lie, you know, but 
I want to say this. I don't have a problem with anybody. I don't have a problem with anybody. I can get along with anybody. But at this time, at this climate right now, it's, it, you know, whoever knows me, they don't, they're, they're involved in the circle. They're, they're perpetrators. They already are involved. So what is the purpose of me trying to let these people in? People want to get close to me. People, uh, and that, that's another way you'll notice uh, these people, they want to get real close to you. I notice that. So they'll ask you for your number and they, you know, the, the, the conversation might start off being really casual. And then later on, it starts to become more and more invasive. And they start, talk, uh, start talking about other people. And, you know, basically just this form of communication, especially around text messages. I mean, sometimes it could be calls as well. But it's just a way to try to set you up. And, you know, oh, what so-and-so was saying, uh, was talking shit about you. And hear all the text messages and stuff like that, you know. And that's basically what they will try to do. It's just so strange that people have no life but they'll like I said they'll talk about other people and then basically try to get you to co-sign perps will also be waiting for you outside of any place whether it be your home your job a store and they're going to follow you and make sure that you make it home because that's what they do I see people all the time and I will see them and then right when I pass by they're driving away right when I pass by they're they're riding by on their bikes when I've reached to a certain area, you know, and they see me, okay, well, she's here. I can go now. Okay. She's made it here. I can go now. You know, I see her walking down the street. I can go now. That kind of thing. Um, and that's how, you know, also that they're involved. Another thing too, I noticed, um, sometimes these people think they're so smart, you know, or they think they're smarter than me and they're not. I assure you. I already know who's a who's a perpetrator. I already know, especially right now. This is a very very big operation, and like I said, there's many people involved in this. And chances are, somebody approaches you, they they're most likely they're going to be one of those people. So nobody is out of the loop. So yes to those that are listening to this because I know I know you guys are going to be listening to my podcast and probably you know are listening right now that's totally fine you can do whatever you want to do I'm just letting you know I don't I really don't care what you do I really could care less trust me but I'm just letting you know that I know what's going on I know who you all are and it's cool it's perfectly cool you know um just do what you do but uh yeah so you got to be really careful with the people that want to get close to you um, and the people that are really, really nice and people try to be so generous. They'll try to give you gifts. They'll try to be, they'll try to offer you food. They'll try to do all kinds of stuff like that. Acts of generosity and, you know, just stuff like that. You just got to really be careful with. Um, a lot of times what they'll do, because that, that's one of their MOs, is to offer you s- some food, offer you some clothes, gifts or whatever. Um, because they know that they're they're bad people because they're about to do something bad to you or they've already done something bad to you so now they're trying to basically be a kiss ass and kiss up to you um, because they know what they've done and um, you just have to be careful with those kinds of things but I already know and that's what they always say keep your friends close and your enemies closer you know I don't mind conversating with people I don't have a problem with that 
but I don't like people trying to get too close to me and you know definitely not in a romantic way that's definitely off limits but who knows (laughs) that's just kind of what they do I'll be right back after this Welcome back. This is Sierra Tavares Reyes talking about gang stalking part four. And uh, someone asked me a question the other day. They asked me, do I have a bad life? And let me answer that question. I don't have a bad life. My life is fine. But what I tell you what I do have is sabotage. When you're trying to get somewhere in life and you become successful, people will stomp on you. People will try to crush you. People do not want to see you succeed. That is jealousy. That is evil. But that is what that is what they do. They don't want to see you do better than them. They want to p- drag you down and pull you down like crabs in a bucket. When one reaches it to the top, they want to hold you down and they want to involve you in their drama and their misery and their pain. You know, that is what they do. So I call those people haters. That's what they are. They are having anger towards everyone reaching success. That is what the acronym for haters is. And they need to stop eating hater tots. Plain and simple. Be grateful for what other people have, even if it's better than you. And I know that may be hard for some people, but you have to. You will get your turn if you're willing to get there. But you cannot be jealous and and hating on somebody else. I'm a kind of person that just basically I try to stick to myself for the most part. That is very difficult for me to do sometimes because I'm such a friendly person and I'm just a communicator. But this day and age, people these days are are like so fake, you know, they'll befriend you and they'll stab you in the back at the same time. Again, no guilt, no remorse, no soul, no nothing. That's just what they do. And I don't understand that. For the most part, I try to be a very bubbly and a happy person. But there are people that are miserable, unhappy, and hey, they don't want the happy people around them. They want miserable people around them because it fits their agenda. It suits their mood. It satiates their wants and their appetite. They don't want someone happy when they are miserable. Misery loves company. You know that. So, but that is how they, that's how they do. So going back to the topic of the gang stalking, um, my particular, um, perpetrators, basically, um, all they care about is trying to antagonize me. That's, that's what they want. Antagonism. And they want to, uh, they they want to annoy me, and they want to use fear tactics as well. That's those three things. They don't do anything else other than that. 
you know, they oftentimes want to feel like they're in control of me and that is how they operate. So I recognize everything that they do. It is no secret secret. It's very, very obvious. And like I said, I know they're listening. I know they are. So I know exactly who you are. I'm just going to pretend like I don't know. But I know. I know. Trust me. And I've known for a long time. You guys are the ones that make it painfully obvious. So when I go to work, I come out somebody's brand new. It could be somebody I've never met before that would be involved in this. And all they do is pass the baton. You know, they get one person to do it. Okay, well, this person has already done it. Let me take off. Okay, well, now you can do it and pass the baton. That's what they do. They go from person to person to person to person to get this done. You know, that is what they do. That is how it works. It is never the same person all the time. They have to divide those funds up somehow. That's what they get paid to do. Welcome back. So I just wanted to say um, there's different types of people that stalk. And what I mean by that, different personalities. Um, You have a lot of people who are really nice and really charming, really sweet. And then they flip on you. And the other ones that are just really, really mean and evil, they show you who they are automatically right away. Um, You have to be alert at all times. And people say all the time, they're like, do you believe in spirits? And I'm like, no, I don't believe in spirits or anything of that nature. I don't believe in anything that's supernatural. I believe in real people, real things, real stalking, because this is a real situation, not something that is in my imagination. I'm an atheist, and I don't believe in this black and white binary world of you know good and evil even though I know that that happens but what's so strange to me is that people get involved in this and they claim to be Christians but yet they're involved in just something so evil and so wicked with no guilt no remorse or anything of that nature but this is basically what they do this is how they function in life and this is how they pay their bills and it's terrible These people are right under your nose as well. People that you would never ever think that would be involved in something like this. A lot of the times they tend to be people that are authoritative figures, people who are in charge, people who are, who have a lot of, um, basically who are in charge of you sometimes. They can be HR, they can be landlords, they can be attorneys, teachers, they can be doctors. It can be anyone. And that's generally where it starts. It starts with the top person and then it just spreads like wildfire to everybody else. You have to remain vigilant. 
and you have to trust no one. And I mean nobody. Some people will invite you into this circle and make you think that you can trust them, but they're really a perp. So you have to be careful because they are also involved in this as well. Now let's talk about material possession. Everything that I have, I work hard to get. I work hard for. And sometimes when you have nice things, and I'm not really a super materialistic person, but, you know, I like to work and to reward myself with treats and I like to do things for myself and have nice things. But some people are going to stop you from having those things. And they feel that, okay, well, if it's not stolen, why is she complaining? Well, if it has holes in it, if it has knife marks on it, it's just as good as not having it at all. But, you know, after dealing with that so much, you just get really exhausted and tired and just like, oh, well, <laughs> I cannot react to every little thing. But with gang stalkers, that's their goal is to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing to find out what works for them to get a reaction. That is the goal, is to get the person to react. People find pleasure in the misery of other people. That is how they get you. And they're going to go out of their way to do that. That's just how they are. That is the name of this game. And another thing, um, what one perp knows the other perps know as well this is a connection of people that are all it's like it's like a network it's like what one person does another person and another person another person and so on and so on and so forth they all know what's going on and many of them cannot hold water or at least maybe they're not trained to hold water maybe they're supposed to tell you what they know because it's going to rattle you it's going to ruffle your feathers and that's the whole point in the first place and they do things and these people are so obvious but I guess again that's what they're paid to do to be obvious to be in your face they want to be noticed they want to be seen and I just say to myself who really cares this is Sierra Tavares Reyes. Stay tuned for Gang Stalking Part 5.